0: Hey there, Sharon Hornelstrom here. Let's talk about how to read someone like a book. This is one of those idioms, one of those expressions that there's no actual reliable resource to prove where it came from. But it's been popular and it's been used widely since the mid-1800s. Now, to read somebody like a book means, of course, to easily understand what their true thoughts and feelings are about something or about someone Um, By looking at the way they move the way they talk their body language And that's why I selected the book body language for today's idiom now to read somebody like a book I don't have a lot of experience with this I do have human actual real life experience reading people, but I've never really read up on or studied body language or how to communicate with people in certain ways and one of the things I'm working on this year is communication and improving communication so as part of Abel Beckford's reading challenge one of the books I'm reading is body language so I haven't read this one yet uh, I'm hoping that well the kids are gone in Alaska and I'm watching the granddaughters I have time to do my actual reading the way that Abel taught me on the book body language and I know that I'll get it done it's my it's my last book actually for the challenge so I'm feeling pretty good about that halfway into the month and I've got the challenge Done with the exception of my last book, which is perfectly appropriate for today's topic. We we'll want to give you some tips, nine tips actually, mm. from an FBI agent by the name of Lara Q. And I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, mm. but she's for Inc. magazine, and she mm. has been an agent for 23 years. And she studied and worked on and now teaches people how to um read other people, how to read people. And understand what they're thinking, what they're feeling, what their motives are. To try to get information out of them to solve crimes and things like that. Obviously, I've been watching too many FBI shows lately. But how do you do that? She said the, there's nine steps or nine ways of doing that. The first thing you do is you spend a little time with the person. You, create a baseline. you figure out where are they at, what are they doing, um, what are their normal mannerisms. For example, I talk with my hands a lot. I look all over the place with my eyes. And... You realize if you've watched any of my videos that that is my baseline that's just how I always behave so it's not a sign of if I'm nervous or if I'm telling the truth or if I'm lying usually when I'm looking around I'm trying to remember something and I have to find it in my brain because I can't usually with uh, out the help of of massive visual aids uh, use visual aids to do my videos so we want to create a baseline what is the person's behavior what do they normally behave like then we want to number two look for um, deviations look for when they're talking faster or when they're making um, and that's why I'm reading the body language books so I know what some of these things are when they're behaving in ways that are not normal for them Number three you want to look for clusters of gestures so sometimes somebody will have a gesture that's just normal for them but when they combine different gestures together like crossing your arms across your chest crossing your legs leaning back that those combined separately they don't necessarily mean anything or they mean might mean one thing just like idioms they might mean one thing when the words are separate but when they're put together they mean something entirely different maybe that person's scared maybe they're angry maybe they're hiding something but you don't know until you know what a baseline is look for what's different in their behavior and then look for clusters of different things so i want to read that book and find out what are some of the clusters like scratching your nose scratching your head those there's all every just running your hands through your hair mine's just because my bangs get in my eyes but that means something for other people for me that would be a baseline gesture because my bang gets in my eyes and i can't see very well to begin with so if i have any obstruction in my eyes it's super annoying to me number four we want to compare and contrast their behavior their Body language, their their um, what do they call cues? Different cues that people do that indicate changes in feelings, changes in thoughts, changes in behaviors. Uh, we want to look in the mirror, number five, and by that it means when we find ourselves paying attention to certain gestures that people use, we ask ourselves, well, how am I feeling? Why, what causes me to use or do that? What causes me to cross my hands and be closed off, or cross my arms and be closed off? What causes me to lean forward or lean into a conversation? What causes me to lean back? And if we act as if and think as if we're looking into a mirror, it helps us to get a view into what that person might be thinking or feeling. Remember, every human being on the planet is different, so you use all of these tips just like anything we learn with our own thinking we we filter everything through our own experience and then as we learn new things we apply them and we test them and we tweak them and we make them our own number six we identify the strong voice so say we go into a room a board meeting and we're in a negotiation the person that's leading the meeting or the head negotiator might not be the person with the real decision-making power or the real strong voice in the room and strong does not mean loud Just because you're the loudest person doesn't mean you're the strongest person or the the most influential person in a group. So we want to look for who is the true leader, who is the true ringleader. Sometimes in different situations, I I suppose with her experience, it's been who's the ringleader, who's the who's the brains behind this operation. Number seven, we want to observe how people walk. If we get an opportunity to or a chance to, we want to see how people walk because walking is an indicator of confidence. It's an indicator of um, guilt or ease or uh, all, a bunch of other things and I'm sure after I read the body language book I'll know a, a whole lot more of those but we want to watch how people walk if people walk the pace they walk at tells us something about them and their energy level things like that <coughs> number eight we want to pinpoint action words words that they use that offer us um, some insight into the way a person thinks we as human beings communicate using words so the way we use our words the words we select the words we choose uh, the type of words we use allow other people a a view into our way of thinking the way we read what we read what we write how we write what we say the words we choose in any type of communication indicates a, a it's a it's a clear snapshot and look unless we consciously decide to present our written information or what we say in a certain way, it is a way of looking at and looking into other people's way of thinking because our words come right out of our mind. It takes thoughts to create words and the words represent thoughts that we're thinking. So it's, I thought that was probably one of the best tips on this list for me personally, because I thought, you know, we know that consciously, but we don't think about it very often. The words we choose, the words we use, matter Uh, and number nine look for personality cues look for things in a person that can give you an indication of what's normal for them and what's not is the person an introvert or an extrovert this one reminded me of the disk analysis or the uh, Myers-Briggs are they willing to take risks or how 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 do they handle risks or uncertainty how do they handle um, what feeds you know their ego what makes them feel more confident? What makes them feel less confident? Look for uh, different behaviors when they're stressed are and when they're relaxed. Is there a difference between when the person's under pressure, when somebody's playing good cop, bad cop with them, and they're, or guess look at their behavior when somebody's playing good cop or bad cop with them? I've seen a lot of this play out in negotiations. I've been involved in lots of negotiations throughout my career and my life, and it's really interesting to be reading this and studying it now. I wish that... I had studied more about negotiations and communication and body language when I was younger, but since I didn't, I'm doing it now. I invite you to do the same. Uh, I'd love to know your experience with reading people like a book or reading someone like a book. Have Have you been read like a book? I know darn well there are people that look at me and they're like, oh man, I got her number. I can totally read her like a book. I can tell what she's thinking. So share in the comments below your experience with this particular idiom or expression. And I'll probably, as I start reading my body language book, share a little more information because I think it's a fascinating topic. I think that we have cues and tells and signs and things that we do all the time that we don't even realize that we're doing. And so I think it'll be interesting to ask myself the questions as I go through that book and say, okay, yeah, I totally do this. Or, nope, I've never done that before. Oh, I know somebody that does this. And I think what I'll do is I'll go through and I'll think of people that I know of that are a good example of the different things that I'm learning about so that I can remember and retain that information longer. That's it. Have an amazing day. If I can help you in any way, hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow and we are going to talk about another idiom with respect to books because the whole rest of the month, we're going to we're going to do book-related idioms, and they're really fun. Some of, there, There's so many of them that relate to business that I'm having a really good time with this particular topic. Have an amazing day, and I'll of course be with you tomorrow.